Fierce Fan Media. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. Um, tonight, you're stuck with the uh, Dwyer Girls. Hello. That's right. You're not stuck with us. In- sit back and enjoy it. Good luck telling us apart when there's only two of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be some wh- loud ass white ladies screaming in your ears for the next hour. <laughs> just what everyone needs more of. Yeah. <laughs> white women weighing in. Some more opinionated white women. <laughs> Um, I picked up my most recent wine order from McGrail Winery, and I have the Picasso Vineyard, um, is what this one's made of. It's a Merlot. It's delightful. Full-bodied. Fantastic. Very fancy. I really like McGrail. Livermore has some, like, real questionable wines. Some of them are very, very good, and some of them you're like, no. Um, McGrail's very good, though. Never met a wine there I don't like. They're a little bit more expensive. They're not like the cheapest. They're not the most expensive. They're like right in the middle. So just how I like it. You and your wines. Well, I live in California. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sticking true to what I like to, you know, whiskey. That's mm-hmm. what I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. I haven't started yet, but I'm 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 about to. You're thinking about, but it'll help that ear infection. Kill the amoebas that are going around your brain. I actually... I've been on TikTok ear oh, stuff. No. And yeah, it does help. Yeah. Alcohol and ibuprofen. It's good for what you. What could go wrong with that? A yeah. Blood thinner and. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Your liver's going to be okay. Hopefully no one comes to us for medical advice is the, <laughs> yeah. is the real catch there. All right. So I guess we're going to talk about it, but I feel like everyone's tired of hearing about it, but we'll talk about the derp derps who went blurpity blurp in the submarine if you can call it that the submersible the the sinking cup if you will oh jacks is super excited to talk about it if you can't if you don't notice (laughs) i just feel like okay so to be clear i do also feel bad for that the stepson that was on the 19 year old that was on there like he didn't want to go he didn't he did it to please his his dad he didn't want to be there he was already super scared i feel bad for him Uh me too the rest of them it's i feel the same way i do when you hear about like those rock climbers who don't use any harness like what are they called Uh the free scalers or whatever Uh and they're like free scaler falls to their death in yosemite and you're like yeah that tracks like what do you mean well here's the thing i am also would like to make my parents happy but if i thought something was legitimately unsafe i wouldn't go like you're not gonna talk what i mean he's 19 so i don't know i'm a people pleaser i could be talked into a lot of things so not at this age i could have at 19 though right yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs) now no i wouldn't have gone At 19, yeah. You're not going to talk me into watching a show I don't want to watch, much less going in a tin can. (laughs) My time is precious, okay? (laughs) I'm not doing all that. Yeah. So for those that don't know, people paid, uh, four people paid $250,000 each, each, to go into a uh, questionable submarine through Ocean Gate. A submersible. A submersible called the Titan, which... Doesn't really feel like a Titan. Feels more like a bloop. And uh, to go see the wreckage, yeah. 
<laughs> of the Titanic. Um, a lot of corners were cut making this thing. It's come out now that they fired someone back in 2019 who was like, this isn't safe. You shouldn't be taking people down that far. And the uh, CEO who also died on this expedition was like, yeah, I don't care. We're going to, you know, we're going to throw caution to the wind here. So they disappeared. Um, and numerous countries have spent millions and millions and millions of taxpayers dollars trying to locate um, what they were hopeful for in the beginning was survivors. And what it turned out being was not that. So they found remnants of the submersible like 1200 feet from the wreckage of the Titanic. Um, and the internet has lost its collective mind over it. Like it seems like everyone who knew you could bring the country together by watching a gaggle of millionaires drown or be imploded under the ocean from the pressure. So what they're assuming now is the pressure sensor regulators that maintain those submersibles because like the average scuba diver can only go like 350 feet max underwater. And like a blue whale is only like 1500 feet underwater. The pressure becomes so extraordinary at that depth. Um, it, it will crush it like a, like a car rolling over a can. Uh, so the pressure sensors, what they're assuming broke and um, it crushed them to death. The good news is it probably happened so fast that no one suffered in any type of pain, but I can't even imagine the terror they were feeling when they found out they weren't working. It's not a great way to die. I think it's tragic how they died. Hopefully they didn't know what was going on. However, for anybody that listens to us that games, that's a gamer. They were using one of those, I think the brand, if I remember, is Logistic. Yeah. It's a knockoff yeah. gaming controller. 90% of the times didn't work with my Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no way I would trust a submarine, a sea vessel, <laughs> yeah. to dive me down into any kind of depths of water. I wouldn't go 10 feet in something. Right, like at what point you get on and you're like, you know what? It's going to be no for me. That couldn't be open from the inside <laughs> to go down. To seal the pressure in, yeah. There's also no way... And I know everybody has heard this, that I would pay $250,000 where I had to bring my own sandwich, my own bottle of water. And sit crisscross applesauce? No thanks, Tom Hanks. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this funny TikToker was like, $250,000, you couldn't give us a charcuterie board? <laughs> I was like, right. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Char charcuterie board. Charcuterie. Charcuterie. Well, this whatever. is a journey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way... Could no. you even bring it on Crestable? Like no. you can yeah. throw a few things in a cooler. Yeah, yeah. like there's there's absolutely no way, and I I'm I feel bad for the 19 year old boy that was terrified to go, but kind of the rest of them, they all you had to sign a waiver knowing what you were getting into. The the owner of the entire thing who knew that there were safety issues. There were men that had worked on submarines for decades 
that looked at the structure and the materials that he was using and were and told him, you are going to get somebody killed eventually. And he you got himself going- killed. Yeah, he, he he killed his own, but also four other people. Yeah, it's like it's so tragic to think about that. But I also I also think it's tragic that we've spent, I who knows how much money, hundreds of millions, maybe hundreds of thousands, or at least millions, millions of dollars, looking for these people, and people are kind of pissed about it. Because well, especially there was a, a ship full of 800 refugees that capsized at the same time. 500 people drowned and not one rescue ship went to their aid. Not, not And one. this was off the coast of Greece. Not yeah. one. And Greece actually sent a boat out to push them into international waters so they wouldn't be responsible for them. And 500 people, we're talking women, children, men, yeah. drowned. Because no one wanted to deal with refugees. They didn't get any coverage. The, nothing. There wasn't hundreds of millions of dollars spent on them to locate them. And they were savable. Their, their boat capsized. So they were in the water. They could have been saved. These people died of pressure under 1,300 feet under the surface. I think it goes to show what we've talked about on the podcast before we don't value we we place people's value off of their stature in life which is based off of how much money they make and what their name is people are still people and everybody should be equal we should be we should have spent millions hundreds of millions of dollars trying to find those 500 people mm-hmm. that the boat was capsized why are we spending so many of our resources on these five people that why why does that make bigger news and require more money than 500 people why are these five people worth more and it's because it i mean is it because they had money it's fucking disgusting when you look at it like that and it it makes me irritated like yes do i think we should have gone and looked for them 100 percent but we should have been busy <laughs> finding the 500 people that could possibly still be alive mm-hmm. and floating around waiting for somebody to come help them, not pushing them into somewhere else. So that, oh, not my problem. You're out of my jurisdiction. We had people coming from France, two, three day trips away, coming to find these five knuckleheads that signed up for this. Signed a waiver saying, yes, I understand this. I promise you those 500 people that were on that ship didn't sign a fucking waiver saying this could jeopardize my life, my, uh, what else? Like my mind, my all kinds of, like whatever that ridiculous waiver was that you have to sign to go down on this fucking tin can to go look at the Titanic. Why are they more important? They're not. And to be fair, and I want to be fair on here, both those refugees also took a risk. They they took a risk trying to flee their country, but they're fleeing their war-torn country where they didn't feel that it was safe to live, safe to have their children, safe to do anything. So I, 
I, all I'm saying is they also took a risk, but this, the ones that were on the submersible was, it was a vanity project. It was for fun. These people were running for their lives. Whereas these people on the submersible wanted a once in a lifetime experience that only the ultra rich can access. The refugees, I look at it as like risk reward. They thought totally. the, the- I just wanted to be clear. They thought the reward outweighed the risk. Right. These people paid and signed up for this. Right. So take a glance, a glimpse out of a little bitty porthole at the Titanic and paid $250,000 to do it. And if all you have to do is a little bit of research to see that it was not safe. Mm -hmm. Like you're, it, it's just, I don't know. The memes I, though? Chef's kiss. Oh my God. They're fantastic. The internet has not disappointed. No. Well, I, my favorite, I think, was the one that said, this thing was controlled by one button. I have more buttons on my vibrator. Like <laughs> that one sent me. Like that was that was fantastic. And a 20 one green button in a $20 remote control. And they have when when you're that deep down in the ocean, you have no uh navigation or anything like that. So they have to rely on your mothership up top to tell you where to go. And that's literally what you're having to do is listen to your mothership to tell you where to go because they can't, you can't fucking see anything when you're, what is it? 13,000 feet. 1300. Yeah. No, I think it's 13,000. It was like six empire state buildings is what they compared yeah. to. Maybe it's 13,000. And it's, it, it's too deep. It's too deep to go. Also, what I, what I, I, if, I love space and I love learning about space. Imagining, I guess I've never thought about going that deep in the ocean. That's not something that I like, you know, strive. No business do. being that deep in no. the ocean. It is amazing to me how powerful it is that crushing something like that is even an option like that that's scientifically possible to have that much like water is so powerful and it's so dense and i think we underestimate the ocean so much and its power and ability it, the fucking water don't care it don't matter the water doesn't care that you're millionaires the water doesn't care what you're in Water, like you are not invincible you are dealing with mother nature and i thought to me like that was really humbling just to read about like damn we really don't know what the ocean is capable of well and i think too you're looking at a group of people who it, it's like the perfect example of people who have never really had to deal with consequences of their actions they've always had money to get out of it so the idea of presumably dying in something like that wasn't something tethered to their reality like that's a better way of putting it yeah they yes. they had because they have so much control because of their money here above the surface there's nothing they couldn't get away with any one of those people could commit murder and get away with it even if they were caught they wouldn't serve jail time mm -hmm. like look at look at jeffrey epstein he was convicted fucking convicted of child molestation or in sexual assault and, and child trafficking trafficking in 2009 and was released and went on to continue doing it for another 10 years look at donald trump oh for sure i'm just well, saying like, <laughs> money 
But yeah. Donald Trump also had power behind him, whereas like Jeffrey Epstein, not a lot of people knew who he was until recently. But right. it was just his sheer, like I never heard of any of these people that died, but they're billionaires. Right. So there's no consequences for their actions when there's people and systems to manipulate. There are right. no people or systems to manipulate in Mother Nature. You right. are no better off than the guy on the street who, you know, whatever is is on hard times. Like, yeah, you're right. It, the perfect word for it, Jewel, is humbling. And yeah. they they forget that there there are consequences for your actions and your decisions. And unfortunately... They all perish because of it. The crazy thing is the smartest one on there, the only one who had any type of tether to reality was the 19-year-old kid who just wanted to please his dad. Oh. Like that just blows my mind. When I when I read that, that the aunt came out and said that he was actually to it, like, because I've been kind of not making fun of it, but I've been laughing at the memes and like totally. sharing them. When I read that, I was like, oh, that's actually really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Like if if I felt bad for anybody that was on that it it's it's the kid he had no idea what he he was just trying to make his dad happy bottom line mom and dad better not ask me for a goddamn thing in the near future because they're not getting nothing from me (laughs) (laughs) i learned my lesson lesson learned (laughs) lesson learned Uh um so the other thing i wanted to talk about uh was adam schiff's adam schiff is being censured did you hear anything about that no Okay, so censure, the title itself sounds a lot like um, taking away one's ability to speak. Like if you're censured, someone tells you you can't talk about things. That's not exactly what's happening to Adam Schiff. So Adam Schiff uh, is a congressman from California. He's running for state senate um, because Dianne Feinstein is, you know, finally going to withdraw. She's 112. so what the Republicans did and Republicans control the house. So they have the ability to make these kind of decisions is they censured him. And what that actually means is they don't cause removal from office. They don't have the ability to remove someone who was voted in by their constituency. They make them stand in what they call the well. Um, and the well is like the center of the, the, building that they work in uh, while the speaker reads the censure resolution start to finish. And basically they accuse them of all of the crimes that they're censuring them for. And in Adam Schiff's case, what it basically comes down to is for impeaching president Trump, they're censuring him for being part of the committee that impeached president Trump. Um, But that doesn't mean he's going to lose his ability to speak up or be part of Congress uh, they're saying it, it could include if he's found guilty, it could include, um, stripping him of his committee positions, going through an investigation. Um, he could have in, in Schiff's case, he may have to go through an investigation by the health house ethics committee, which it's all going to be unfounded. Basically what it comes down to, it's meant to embarrass them and to say, see, we're scolding him for what he did to Trump. So what pisses me off about it there are one bajillion things that this congress should be working on besides still fighting over trump trump is not in the office you don't like that he was impeached fine you didn't vote for it fine it's over it's done with do your fucking jobs 
Do your jobs. We have trans people being murdered. We have women losing their rights. Climate change is destroying this world by the day, by the day. And you people are worried about whether or not they went after your cult leader. Like Trump got impeached. He didn't get removed from office. It's over and done with. Just let it go. And yeah. to to pinpoint it on Adam Schiff is just wild to me because it's like he was he was assigned to the committee that investigated him. <laughs> like, I don't know. He was doing his job. Uh -huh. uh, Nancy Pelosi assigned him to the committee to investigate Trump. And there was many people on that committee. Like, it's just such a nod to how broken our Congress is because this is all now the news has been talking about for like the last seven days is Adam Schiff being censored, um, censured. And to me, like Adam Schiff is going to be fine. And listen, I like Adam Schiff. He's a representative from Southern California. I think he does a good job. I don't have any like personal, I don't one way or the other. I don't really care. That's not why I'm, I'm pissed. I'm pissed because it's such a colossal waste of taxpayer money and time in Congress. That's what I'm pissed about. We have so many other things that we need to be focused on. The, the housing crisis, inflation, homelessness, like, and those are things that I think both sides can agree on that we have to do something about. Those aren't culture wars. Those are American issues. And the fact that they're just going to this level, I find absolutely fucking infuriating. They're trying to find him like $16 million or whatever. Like for what? If they find him guilty, which obviously like anywhere you want to look like, are, so here's what he's being accused of. He's being accused of, uh, he falsely accused former president Trump of collusion with Russia during the 2016 election election. He abused his position of chair of the permanent select committee on intelligence of the house of representatives he perpetuated false allegations accusing Trump associates of collusion with Russia. He abused his access to classified information. He falsely denied that his staff communicated with a whistleblower during Trump's first impeachment. He read a false retelling of a phone mail of a phone mail between President Trump and Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, and he hindered the ability of the intelligence committee to perform its duties. Basically, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So he accused Trump of uh, colluding with Russia. Yeah, so did everybody else. And there's pretty good evidence about that. He worked with a whistleblower that ended up not wanting to come forward. The Republicans just did that too over Biden. So I don't understand. They said they had this whistleblower in their back pocket. The whistleblower backed out. Are, are you going to go after them now too? And like he read off a phone conversation between Trump and Zelensky. I, it's just, it's such a waste of time. It's such a waste of time. It's fucking infuriating. And I'm so tired of these ding-dongs. I think we need to throw the whole damn Congress out and start over. All of them. AOC included. And I like her. Oh, I love her. I know. But you know what? I think she'd win again. I think they should all... I think we should throw the... I think we should have to scrap the whole thing and do it again. But as long as you have these knuckleheads out here that... Honestly, Trump has just taken over that vote blindly. Ugh. I don't know what that would do. It, I mean, doing something like that, it's it's never going to happen. But maybe that would. I, no, it here's, won't happen. Here's, here's my thing. We can't just throw out the whole Congress and Senate. I'm just saying, like, they're fucking useless. All of them. They're all useless. I am caring less and less and less about 
I care because a lot of the shit affects all of us directly and it's scary. But we're focusing on all this retarded ass shit. Meanwhile, it's not retarded anymore. This dumbass shit. Meanwhile, the Atlantic Ocean is seven degrees higher than it's been since its highest recording since 1850. Eighteen mm-hmm. fucking fifty. We are killing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're focusing. Okay, I want to say retarded. We're focusing on shit that literally doesn't. It it matters, but like, we need to refocus. Yeah, I think we need somebody to come in and say, okay, yeah, yeah, you believe this, you believe this. Yeah, God, Jesus. Yeah, not God, Jesus. Well, who cares? If we want to actually exist for the next 500 years, fucking 100 years at this point, we need to refocus and all come together on this because we are destroying ourselves. Why do you think, Jax, that shit that came out about uh, that new... I, I posted on my Facebook. They're creating meat from organisms from chickens and stuff i'm like they're trying to create things because they are prepared scientists are preparing for us no longer having animals on the well that and if you can eat lab created meat so one of the biggest contributors to climate change is eating meat we're all like, so focused on this shit, this dumb shit. In in my mind, like, you believe this or you believe this? Like, who fucking cares? Like, can we not all come together and say, hey, we're literally overheating and destroying our earth and our animals, and we are not no longer going to exist. Your grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildrens are are never gonna see a fucking fish or an elephant or because nobody's gonna be able to fucking survive. No, because the half you're talking about, okay, you you don't believe it. They don't believe it. They think it's all propaganda. It's fucking science. Well, and it's all happening in front of them, and they still don't believe it. It blows my fucking mind. That was a part of my space corner that the satellites have detected the fucking Atlantic Ocean, where we have polar bears and seals and orcas and everything else, is seven degrees Fahrenheit higher than it's ever been since 1850 like what yep it was 2.5 degrees in 1850 it's at nine degrees now yeah the highest recording ever yeah we're killing ourselves and we're too fucking worried about gay people and transgender people and people that won't go to church like who fucking cares at at the end of the day who fucking cares you well, here's what here's what they did joel it's it and i agree with you bad, Jax. like i wholeheartedly agree it with terrifies you. me for people actually but here's what they did so most of the world is run off the money that is generated by oil in one shape or another oil is the greatest commodity that exists on planet earth. And it's because it makes cars run, factories run, our houses run. Everything runs off of oil. Okay. Oil is not a sustainable resource. 
it's dying. But you're also talking about the most powerful people in the world are, are oil tycoons. They have their fingers in oil. And I'm not even talking about the big hat guys that live in Texas that live on these multi-million dollar ranches. I'm talking about like Saudi princes who have wealth that you can't even comprehend right. all because of oil. So in order to distract people from that, because if if all of us got behind the elimination of oil and, and the technology we need, the money that we need to really cultivate green resources, the oil industry would die. And that means all those, the same people who've never had a consequence in their life, that this is actually perfect timing to prove like th these are the people you're talking about. The ones who are willing to go down into a tin can, 13,000 feet underwater to get crushed to their death are the same ones that control everything. So in order to distract people from what's actually going on there, they hang these culture war issues in front of them because it's easy to hate gay people. It's easy to hate trans people. It's easy to hate people that believe in a different religion than you. Like all of those things, that hatred lives on the surface of a ton of people. And I don't even like the word hate because hate is always, always, always rooted in fear. If you hate someone that you don't know, it's because you fear them. I'm not talking about someone who wronged you or somebody that right, right. you know did whatever to you. I'm talking about someone, right. a, a thought of someone. It's all fear. You don't want your son to grow up to be like that. You, you're, you're afraid that you might be a little bit gay. Like all of this is rooted in fear. And to keep them from focusing on the big issues, they continuously fight this fucking culture war, but I don't know how to make them understand. None of it will matter when the earth is gone. Yeah, All of your money is not going to save you. Yeah, you no. may get to live in a bunker underground for, you know, a hundred years, but what kind of life is that? Like you Have may fun. accumulate enough wealth to protect you and 10 of your closest friends in some bunker. But right. that's not life. So they've dangled <laughs> watch, it in front of watch, people. Watch 100. Well, watch they've dangled it show. in front of people yeah. with the assumption, and I'm not solely blame, blaming the billionaires. I'm, I'm blaming people who refuse to um, do any of like real, real research. And I'm not talking about research. You know Alex what? I, I do blame the billionaires though, because I blame. No, I said I'm not solely blaming them. Yeah, like you have the money, you have you have the influence mm. to influence fair. That's fair. into other things. Like it's so fucking crazy to me that we're all so worried about this shit. And I'm like, none of this shit that you're worried about is gonna fucking matter. We're literally not gonna have a world. And and if you're so fucking naive and blind to think that none of what we're doing right now matters and all oh, God's going to take care of us or your higher power, whatever you is going to take care of us. They're fucking not. It's science. This is how the world, and guess what? The world is going to, the world's going to keep surviving. It's going to get rid It'll of It'll kill us off. It'll kill it's the parasite kill, off. Right, it's it's going to kill us off Yeah. before the world stops surviving. Yeah. Like we're gonna be gone way before the world's gone. The world's been around Mother, for billions of fucking Mother years. Mother Earth will kill off its parasite, yeah. which is what we are, and then it will rebuild itself. And I feel like that's what is happening. One hundred percent. Yeah, you have the oceans heating up. The fucking animals now we're even fighting back. We've got shark attacks, orca attacks. They're fucking taking care of business. And meanwhile, we're just fucking 
you know, burning oil and fucking, you know, using all the plastic we can and intoxicating the earth. I'm like, we are a bunch of fucking cockroaches in a beautiful ass earth. And they're going to get the, the mother nature is going to get rid of us. Like, when I was, it, when it, I was it, off the coast of Iraq for the months I was out there, um, the only way we could tell where land was, was because there was these uh, six oil towers that burn 24 hours a day. They're on fire oh. because during, a, during the Gulf war, we bombed them to try and, you know, it, whatever uh-huh. we bombed them. So they caught on fire. So they have been burning, putting, not only wasting oil, but putting that toxic smoke into the atmosphere oh. for 40 years. And that was the only way we could tell where land was. And I remember sitting there one night because we were at dark and ship so that you couldn't, you couldn't tell where we were, if you were just, you know, a cursory plane flying by or, you know, a small boat that was in the water. So everything was dark. So you could see everything. And it was such a contrast because here I am in the middle, like legit the middle of the ocean where you can't see anything. And all you can hear is the waves hitting the side of the ship because we had sent the planes off to go bomb. So we were waiting for them to come back and everything was so quiet. And you can see every single star in the sky, all of them. It it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like someone dumped a bunch of glitter on black. It, they were just everywhere. Yeah. And you look over and you see the cause of these wars, of our earth dying, of the end of humanity burning, you know, six miles from you. And we're hung up on bombing each other to save it. And like over what, Jack's religion money. and yeah. money? Yeah. Like that's it's so it's it's fucking asinine to me. Mm-hmm. How fucking I don't want to use the R word. How fucking stupid are all of us that because you believe in something different and your culture is different and I know that we thought we were doing the right thing. But because they have different beliefs, and I know that they did bad shit, but like, so have we, so 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 do we? Not yeah. so did we? So do we? Yeah, we continuously do fucking bad shit. We're no better than anybody fucking else. You're not better than us. We're not better than you. Like the the fact that we cannot all come together, we deserve what's coming to us. The Earth is going to continue to survive. Sharks whales all of that shit hopefully survives if they don't they're going to be recreated way before we are like we're we're nothing and like the fact that we keep destroying ourselves is like over stupid shit it like it makes me so irritated with humans just in general like and I know there's a lot more that goes into it that I probably can't even comprehend, but it it just pisses me off. Like we're we're killing our earth. We are <laughs> nine degrees. The last recorded highest reading in the Atlantic Ocean was two point five degrees Fahrenheit. We're at nine fucking degrees. That is brutal. 
We are literally killing off everything for plastic bottles. Yep. Convenience. Convenience. No, you can stop at convenience. That's what That's it's it. convenience and money. That's what it's, it's for. It's it's so horrible. Like it it's so fucking it's just so sad. Yeah. Um that was super depressing. We're sorry, everyone. Well, I'm not sorry. Like people need to be aware of what's going on. And like, you know, if you can talk to anybody and say, like, hey, can we can can, can I I look at my can I do better? Yeah. Absolutely. There's so many things that I could do to do better. Just the little things like, hey, I'm having a barbecue. I don't need to use a paper plate or an aluminum plate or whatever. Like we can use the silverware and the dishes that we have in the house, you know, little things that I don't need to buy the plastic bottle of this or, you know, there's so many things that we could all do to help uh, preserve because I, I, you know, you, you don't have the right to complain if you're not trying to help, you know, and I know not everybody's going to be perfect. I know some of us have to commute. Some of us has to have to get in our car and drive to work. And some of us, you know, have to work at the gas stations where, you know, people have to pump gas for them to get to work or, you know, we, we have to do certain things, but it's just, it's so sad what we've done in the world like if there's anybody that listens that has like a like a commune <laughs> that like where you take care of yourselves and you're easy on the environment jacks i would go in a heartbeat well here's the thing like i would be gone we can all do better and and those things we're not the ones making those decisions. Like if we actually invested money in into different types of resources and energy sources we wouldn't, people wouldn't have to go to the gas station. Right. Like there's, so yes, there's stuff we can all do. And I try to be better about it. I know you try to be better about it. And I understand what you're saying that for some people, it's not a choice. Like in order for them to even survive, they have to use these types of resources. And right. I agree with you. The people yeah. who need to change are the fucking companies, the corporations that create mm -hmm. these products and they can, and they are. And unfortunately, because they're so small and they don't have the backing of, you know, multiple governments and, and huge investors, yeah, their stuff is more expensive. And I know we're in positions that we can, we can pay for those extra things and not everyone is, but if it became the norm, we could make a huge, huge difference. We are a parasite to the world and you're 100% right. It's going to, it, it's going to kill us. It's going to kill us. And all of these things that everybody's fighting about and all of these all none of the money is not going to save you. It's mm -hmm. not going to save you. And, and your, your generational well, like you said, wealth you, you, and your big houses aren't going to protect you. You might live in a bunker, like you said, for fucking 50 years if you choose to, but you're not going to be living, you know, you're not going to be enjoying the earth and enjoying your animals or enjoying the planet. I mean, yeah, you might live in a bunker for, whatever that's why i thought that that show the 100 was so perfect i'm like yeah he found his bunker and he survived but he ended up killing himself like it, it you know it's lonely that's not how we, we're, we're not meant to live like that and it's like yeah yeah you could probably survive and you could probably do that and i'm sure you know the billionaires have some type of plan 
to go do whatever when that happens. But how about let's not let that happen? <laughs> like, why are why are we planning for that point instead of spending your millions or billions of dollars to secure a location for you to go when it happens? Let's try to prevent it from ever happening. Well, it's not going to get better over the next like few decades. We're going to see climate refugees coming people mm-hmm. the droughts the the famine people mm-hmm. are going to be fleeing to places where they can keep their family alive and our borders are going to be under pressure and our country is going to be under pressure and not just not just for the the philosophical reasons that the republicans like to throw out like they're just coming here to you know rape your daughters and steal your jobs because they because their 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 world is no longer inhabitable and right. we're going to have to make a real moral and ethical decision of what we're going to do about that. And it terrifies me to see half the country think that those people are better off just perishing because for whatever reason they were born where they were born. You're not any better than them. You you were, you were born here. They were born there. That, that doesn't give you any type of edge, but they're going to, they're going to let them perish. We're actually going to talk more about this in the static series. It, but. It, it it really kills me to think that people still to this day think that they're above or they're more important. Like there's children, wives, mothers, men, husbands, daughters, sons. Every single person is a human being. It doesn't matter where they came from like uh, put yourself in their shoes you know like no i mean sometimes they may not be as educated or may not have the knowledge but that's not their fault that was because of where they were raised or how they were brought up and maybe they don't know everything that you know and maybe they don't realize and because they don't have fucking internet they don't have iPhones or Google or like, but every single person is a human being. Well, and if we, somewhere we, we like lost that, like we completely lost sense of the importance of human life and people have feelings and, you know, souls. And it, it's like, it's just so fucking sad to me to think that people can't, think that they're just like you even though they're a little different well that's even if you can't get behind that can we all agree that that doesn't equal a death sentence that's even a better point um okay so we'll keep plugging away we'll keep doing what we can on a on a happier note what are you obsessed with this week Oh, geez. I started rewatching Sons of Anarchy. Oh, hold on one second. Stacy asked me to read something out loud. Stacy Copanger. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> on the last episode, I lost Wi Fi and was talking over Julie. I listened to it and sounded like an asshole. As we were recording, I couldn't hear her talking and didn't know I was talking while she was talking. I apologize for sounding like a dick. On my end, I was talking after her. End quote. What is she talking about? I don't know. <laughs> um, thank you, Stacy. 
I have been rewatching Sons of Anarchy because Kennedy's never seen it. So that's when I'm not working. That's literally what I've been doing is rewatching Sons of Anarchy. I've also been kind of obsessed with, uh, obviously, Cadence here and teaching how to be a normally functioning human being <laughs> and like rinse off a plate take out the trash and do normal people things i can't hear you jacks you're muted have you watched all of sons of anarchy before i've watched it like three times i had to stop it watching it um because so i don't i mean you know this about me i can't watch violence for the sake of violence to me it has to be like integral in the storyline so when it got to the point towards the end, like the, um, I stopped watching it. No bullshit. I had watched it the whole time until the ice pick. And uh, I was like, I'm done. We're not there yet. I yeah. didn't, I didn't finish it. I don't know how it ends yeah. after the whole lighting, the daughter on fire too. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Cause that seems so needless to me. It was so, so excessive, um, yeah. needlessly brutal. And like, I didn't mind the other violence. I get it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the ice pick, I was like, no, no, yeah, I'm done. We, we just got past the part where Pope lights Tig's daughter on fire. But it does kind of play into the narrative of the... But I like watching things like that. Like, I like, you know, Vikings. Like, I... It's hard to watch, but like it, it does. I don't, I, I, I should report that. Not that I like watching things like that, but it does play into the narrative of the rest of the story. And you know, you have to know it's not real. I disagree like, though, because like I watched Sons of Anarchy, right? And probably one of the most brutal scenes in that was the Red Wedding. But that was so intrinsic to the plot line. Like, you couldn't have pushed the story forward and shown, like, the dividing. You're talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Wedding. Yeah. What did I say? I thought you said Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Oh, maybe. So, Game of Thrones. Yeah. That, to me, even though it was gory and horrific, that was intrinsic to the plot line. Well, yeah, it changed the entire... Right. But kind of that does too if you kept watching it. It kind of does because it changes Tig's uh, alliance and like what happens in the future. It is, I mean, it is, I mean, parts of it are hard to watch. I just, you know, same thing with Vikings or Game of the, you know, it's not real, but it, you know, it's, it's a story. Like, you know, n nobody, act that didn't actually happen to somebody. So it's like, that's what I have to like. I, I'm very uncomfortable with like uh, rape scenes or sexual assault scenes. Like, I hate those kind of, like, I have to look away. Like, I, I hate scenes like that. But you have to know, like, that's not, that didn't actually happen. Well, yeah, know? I mean, I know it's not real, but I still feel like, Sometimes they do it for shock value instead of storyline. Mm -hmm. And I don't It's Listen, I'm not telling anyone not... I'm not telling anyone else not to watch it. Right. I don't find value in it. You almost kind of feel like they need to put in, like, a trigger warning 
for people and like get, give them a heads up that like, hey, you might watch something that's going to be triggering to certain people <laughs> with that have been through things. And that it could really send people into a spiral. So I, 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 I see what you're saying. Sons of Anarchy, though, I, I love uh, Charlie Hunnam. So it's like he, I, I love him. He's in a, uh, he's, he's the star in a show based out of India right now called Shantaram. And that's like one of my favorite shows ever too, which doesn't have a lot of that. It's more kind of like uppity. And I, I, I just love Charlie Hunnam. He's the best. So I've been watching, um, Silo, which is really, really good. Silo is good. Yeah. And I just rewatched Dickinson. Because it's like one of my all-time favorite shows. And What's that is it like a it's like a comedy. It's a dramedy, but it's okay. like it's like a, a drama comedy based off the life of Emily Dickinson. I think you tried to watch it and you didn't like it, but I find it delightful and funny, and it's got great uh lesbians in it. So um <laughs> it's the first time that they've ever done like a real public showing of the sapphic side of Emily Dickinson's life and how she was in all of her biographies up until recent. Well, and by recent, I mean like the 1900s, right? They always like the late 1900s. They always portrayed Emily Dickinson to be like this sad, lonely spinster that kind of died by herself. What the truth is she had a lifelong relationship with her best friend, Sue and Sue happened to marry her brother because that was the way they could stay close to each other. And they had this lifelong love affair. And this was the first show that they actually had big names in it that did it. Like Haley uh, uh, Seinfeld did it or Seinfeld. Or yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. She's in it. Um, The woman that plays opposite of her is fantastic. It's funny. They're only 20 minutes long, so it's easy to get through. And they highlighted one of the reasons that Emily Dickinson was so powerful, like her words still remain so poignant in today's age, was she had imagination and the ability to see the world greater than herself, even though she never left Amherst. Like she was born, raised, lived, died in Amherst. And she saw so much beauty and cruelty and empathy and love in the world. And through all of the episodes, they litter up with like her poetry. And I just, I, I think it's so beautiful. And it's, for me, it's an easy watch. Um, I find a lot of comfort in it. So um that and then of course most importantly my son turns five tomorrow we we so (laughs) he's turning five he had his school birthday party today and um tomorrow we are going to rock and jump again that's where he likes to go listen we don't force (laughs) it on him it's what he likes to do uh to celebrate his birthday with the rest of his friends so he's very excited about it and he's a whole hands now it's gonna be a whole hand so um yeah that's what's that's what we're focused on over here on the west coast wire household is lincoln turning five because you know you don't realize like when you're a kid birthdays are a big deal like a real big deal like every year is a milestone right so 
It's not like when we get older and it's like every five years we'll celebrate my birthday. It's like, no, five is a huge transition to six to seven. Like they're all big. So he's very excited and it's very cute. Um, so that's it. You want to do your space corner? Well, I kind of already did my space corner because it was about uh, them finding the Atlantic Ocean. But I have a couple more things that I could touch on. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this before. About I honestly just watched Astro Alexandra. All of the running water on Mars. Like, there's huge ravines of running water on Mars that possibly could mean life. There's no oxygen on Mars, but that doesn't mean that I feel like to have life on Earth, you need oxygen. That doesn't mean you have to have that on a whole different planet. Who knows what they could turn into. But there's entire running, melting ravines on Mars that have, and they're melting, which means they're getting hotter, just like well, we are. Counterpoint, it doesn't mean there's no oxygen on Mars because water is the makeup of hydrogen and oxygen so there's oxygen that exists on mars it just exists in whatever used to be the water there before it evaporated oh see that's what astra alexander keeps talking about she's like there's some way that all of this is evaporating and it's literally creating craters and stuff ravines on mars right because um, water has to have oxygen there's also um, the ravines on Mars. Let me think what else I was going to talk about. Oh! <laughs> Something none of us have ever thought about when you're in space. People, there's no gravity in space, which people don't realize what that does to your system. Also from from Astra Alexandra is that when you don't burp in space, if you burp in space or go potty in space, you burp up your entire meal because there's no gravity holding everything else down. So she said a lot when you're in space, a lot of times you don't pee or doo-doo, or anything like that, because it, it, if you burp, it all comes out, <laughs> which I never thought about that. Like, yeah, gravity keeps all of our stuff, you know, inside to give us nutrients. Um, I thought that was really interesting, but I'm way more interested in what's going on on Mars and how this water somehow keeps melting and creating huge ravines. And there's obviously gravity on Mars, otherwise the water would just be going out into space. So there's gotta be some type of pull keeping it there on Mars, which they haven't figured out yet. Hmm. Which is just super interesting to me. Like, how is all the water staying there and creating? Well, so there's some type of gravity, so there's always going to be some type of gravity because gravity, even if it's from the sun, keeps Mars orbiting the sun. So there's some type of gravitational pull. It just, we don't know if it's in Mars's core or 
don't know. I'm not a scientist. Um, before we finish up, for those interested in watching Dickinson or Silo, they're both on Apple TV. Um, and the, here's the good thing about Dickinson. They knew the season. What's the other one, Jax? Dickinson and what? Silo. You already watched that. Oh, yeah. I've seen Silo. So here's the good thing about Dickinson also. They knew the series was ending. So there's no, like, cliffhanger to it. It ends. Right. Which is delightful. Um, That is it for us this week, guys. Next week. Can you believe it's going to be July next week? I'm dreading it for the fireworks for my dogs and for any veterans that live in my neighborhood i am so not veterans all over the country we're gonna celebrate our freedom thanks to the veterans and then we're gonna scare the shit out of them for three weeks we're gonna celebrate by giving you worse ptsd yeah we're gonna trigger your ptsd hey i'm gonna do my normal um public service announcement next week about fireworks and veterans so and again, guys, listen, if you're going to go buy them in the coming like few days, because I know like fireworks stands are opening up here soon. I'm not saying you can't do sprinklers or sparkler like sparklers or like the little ones that you set up on the street or even the little like pop, 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 pop. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the derp derps in their backyard setting off the, the 10 inch shells up into the air that sound like literal bombs going off. You are causing triggered ptsd and veterans that live around you trauma people who survive school shootings like just don't everyone thinks you're an asshole everyone educate yourself Mm -hmm. be an asshole don't be an asshole educate yourself these people do not like it i have no ptsd from gunshots or from explosions and i don't even fucking like it Mm -hmm. like it's fucking horrible and it's traumatizing my dogs don't like it they have no ptsd my nine-year-old doesn't like it he's it's fucking awful nobody cares go go shoot him off in a field somewhere far far away from people yeah if you want to go blow shit up go do it somewhere appropriate don't shoot off fireworks for a week straight my neighborhood is the worst it's I, I we live in a war zone for seven days. It's awful. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Nobody thinks it's cool. Nobody's like, oh, I wish I was friends with them. No. Those Listen, friends, I would tell them you're a fucking asshole. I'm not trying to ruin your fun. You want to go to a fireworks show? Veterans expect it at like what big displays. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's different. They expect to see it. They're prepared for it. They see them going up in the air. They know they're I'm coming. taking Caden to a fireworks show. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones that you yes. don't know are coming. No, it's all the neighborhood shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to live in a war zone. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. For seven days, nobody enjoys it. Yeah. Nobody, except your dumbass. Yeah. Nobody. And probably your drunk ass, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's Did I ever tell you? So, you know, we never really set fireworks off as kids. Like, I mean, we had the, like, the little silly ones like in the front yard like the snakes or the sparklers or whatever um but when i was in the navy we were allowed to go to the reservations and buy and set up fireworks okay so i went one year and i wasn't a big fan of them then probably because i didn't like grow up doing them it wasn't like a i don't know i just thought it was kind of stupid because all the boys got super drunk and were just like willy-nilly setting off these rockets 
I got hit square in the chest with a bottle rocket square in the chest. And yeah, it hurt so bad. I had a huge like bruise right between my boobs and the dudes who I was with thought it was the funniest freaking thing in the world. My sleeve caught on fire, like caught on fire. Cause in Washington, cold, you have to like, it's not warm that time of year. You have to wear a sweatshirt. Yeah. My friend April had to literally throw water on me. So those are other things that can happen too. If you don't care about the veterans and you don't care about dogs and you still want to have fun, like at least be like responsible about it. I wish if you were in air, like fireworks are legal where I live. So they have tents set up. I, I, I wish they had something else set up or I had the, you know, money to go set up somewhere for everybody that doesn't want to be around it. Because it's so traumatic. So what we do in the city I work for, we have designated locations where you can set off fireworks and there are parking lots that we have like a fire truck sitting nearby and like um, dumpsters that you can throw. And I'm talking big parking lots, not like little bullshit ones, like really like attached to our sports fields. Yeah. And because we have those locations, if you're caught setting off fireworks anywhere else in the city limit, it's like a $2,000 fine. Hey. And the I cops in, are everywhere. Like they're I live in Hillbillyville, yeah. where it, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like Joe Schmo and his brother are setting off. Well, I've I've sent you videos mm-hmm. of it. it. It's straight up like a war zone. Yeah. Like it's constant until like one or two o'clock in the morning. Like nobody cares but you. Cool. Yeah. You set off a fucking firework. Nobody cares. Take your kids to go to a firework show. I get it. It's cool. It's pretty. It can be majestic. We do drone shows now out here. But you s- spending $150 or, you know, some people spend thousands of dollars on fireworks. It sucks for everybody around you. Nobody cares. Yeah. And, and you're traumatizing everybody around you. It's horrible. It's horrible. I hate it. And don't shoot off your guns. Don't be assholes. All right, that's it for us this week. We had a lot more to say than I thought we would. We were on, we were on a good one tonight. We had some soapboxes pulled out. <laughs> Dust those bitches off. Don't get us started. No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't get the Dwyer girls started. We'll be we'll be checking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have the best weekend available to you, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. And we, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening. Goodbye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.